Hello and welcome to All Things Travel. Chances are New York City is on your travel dream list, even as a repeat destination. There is so much to do and see that it's easy to make some mistakes on your next trip to New York City. Today, Ryan and I discuss the top 13 mistakes to avoid when visiting the Big Apple. You're listening to All Things Travel, episode 116, original air date July 6th, 2022. So Shane, when was your last visit to New York City? November 2018, when we took our daughter for her birthday to see Hamilton. Gotcha. Well, mine was also in November of this last year. My family of four went for a week to see the sights, to celebrate my wife's birthday, and just have a really nice family vacation. And so um, we left that trip knowing that we were going to come back to New York City as soon as possible. Yeah, when we were standing there in the corner of uh, Mercer, like good old General Mercer, the line from one of the (laughs) Hamilton songs, my kid was just had this dreamy look. And I said, do you like it here? She goes, I want to move here so bad. (laughs) Don't worry, we will be back. (laughs) Well, we wanted to talk about New York City again because we found as we looked at some of our episodes New York City, the episode 86, where we talked about top tips for visiting New York City, has become one of our most popular episodes. And so we wanted to kind of expand on that, but flip it a little bit and not talk about top tips, but top mistakes to avoid. Mm -hmm. So kind of expanding on this idea of planning the perfect New York City vacation. But first, Shane, before we do that, I think you have a very New York-centric Where in the world is all things travel? By some sheer luck, today is the first time I've noticed Brooklyn, New York, showing up with a lot of downloads recently. All right, Brooklyn, thanks for listening. I hope this isn't too touristy, but I want to go to Luna Park, Coney Island. That's where I want to visit there. I want to ride that cyclone roller coaster. All right. Well, you know, even if it is touristy, when we go, Shane, you know what we are? We're tourists. We're tourists. So you got to give us some slack. You got to give us some slack for doing that. Well, hey, Brooklyn, we are excited um, that you are listening today. I loved my time walking across the Brooklyn Bridge. And yes, I know that's touristy too. But do us a favor. uh, Reach out to us either via email or on the Facebook group. We would love to hear from you because I have a little thank you gift for being featured on today's show. And to make sure that you hear where in the world is All Things Travel next week, be sure to subscribe or follow the show so that you never miss any of our travel tips, travel ideas, or travel stories. All right, Shane. So we have compiled quite a list. And when I say we, I mean mostly you, uh, have compiled a list of top mistakes to avoid when planning a New York City trip. And I've got the first one, and that is Assuming New York City is one type of vacation, if it's your first time to New York City, you're going to have that list of tourist things that you want to do. But New York City is so much more than one type of vacation. It really is any type of vacation you want to have. You can party. You can have a culinary trip. You can have a Broadway show trip or an off-Broadway show trip, a historical trip, anything you can think of that you want to do. There's anything under the sun. But your next tip kind of counterbalances that. 
We say this a lot with all of our travel destinations, but planning to do too much during your time in the Big Apple. Yeah, I think a lot of New York City can be seen by walking along the streets and taking it all in and looking at the windows and seeing what pastry looks the best and people watching and just taking the time to to take it all in. And like most trips we've talked about, if you're spending too much time running from one thing to the other, you miss the energy of New York City. Yeah, just realize you cannot do it all. Even if you live there, you're not going to be able to do it all. So do a few select top things that you can and then enjoy the rest of the time getting in between those places. So to go along with that, my next tip of things to avoid is don't avoid the public transportation or don't walk, meaning you should be walking and you should be taking public transportation like the subways. That's part of the experience. I don't know about you, Shane, but when I'm in a city, I love to walk the city. And so it doesn't matter if it's a 20-minute walk, even a 40-minute walk, if it's a nice day. I'm happy to do it because that's part of the experience. And the New York City subway is fantastic. It's a wonderful way to get around and really get a sense of what it's like to be a New Yorker. And not that complicated. I've been in cities where I had to really study those maps or ask for help to figure out which trains to catch. And then the New York subway system is pretty easy to use. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, my son talked about that when we got back from New York City. He's 13 years old. He's ridden some subways uh, in, uh, in other cities, but not many. And he was really hesitant about riding the subway. And I think after about Two times. He's like, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. And had no trouble with it at all. No, we weren't riding it in the middle of the night. We knew where we were going. We had our head swiveled on. Right. And the same with walking. We were walking at appropriate places at appropriate times. But take that in. That's an important thing to do. So speaking of walking, Shane, your next mistake to avoid is really important. Not packing comfortable walking shoes. Yeah, It's funny. Yeah. I was looking on a site. This is a few years ago about how to not look like a tourist. And one of the recommendations was to wear more casual type shoes, nicer shoes. Don't wear athletic shoes or walking shoes. And so I didn't. I, so next time I was in cities, I would start paying attention and everybody is wearing walking shoes, running shoes, comfortable to walk in. When I was in Madrid, my brother-in-law, all his friends who lived there, that's what they wore. They didn't wear the cool, trendy shoes. They wore what was comfortable to walk in a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. My next mistake that you can make is don't stay outside the city in order to quote unquote, save money. So when you start to look at hotels, you start to look at where they are, Make sure you're staying close to where you want to be and understanding that saving some money over time is not a good investment for your trip to New York City. If I can save myself a subway ride into the city every day or an Uber ride back to my hotel room at the end of the night after the show, that's worth the extra money I'm going to have to pay to stay more central. Yeah, there's nothing like just walking out of your hotel and having a block or two to get to walk to wherever it is you want to go. You avoid so many potential setbacks to just being able to walk a few minutes to where you want to be. Yeah, and time is money. And so 
you know, trade some of that money for the time that you're going to save. I think for a vacation, especially a New York City vacation is a really good investment. The fifth mistake that you can make when visiting New York City is only eating in chain restaurants. There is so much food you can enjoy with without going to those chain restaurants, which might mean, and this is a mistake I made, venture out of Times Square because there's a lot of time, there's a lot of chain <laughs> restaurants in Times Square. But you know what? We came out of the Richard Rogers Theater and we were starving and we didn't want to go too far. And it was Saturday night. And so we were desperate and ended up in a chain restaurant. Well, and, do and that. sometimes that happens, but and and I get that. You know, sometimes a fast food meal is a fast food meal and you know what you're getting. But yeah, I think really, to be honest, vacations in general, this tends to be a rule for our family. We tend to try to seek out more authentic, more local ways to eat and enjoy where we are. So yeah, I, I think this is, I mean, New York City is a place where you can literally, Shane, get any type of cuisine from around the world. So why not take advantage of it? I think we even mentioned in a recent episode about even at home, try to visit the, the mom and pop restaurants and the single restaurants and save the chains for when you're short on time or yeah. in a rush. So the next one, Shane, and I know this is something that really needed to be done on our last trip. And boy, if you made this mistake, you would have been in trouble. Make those reservations ahead of time, whether it's dining reservations show reservations, um, even after opening up after COVID, museum reservations, you had to have that stuff planned out. It doesn't mean that you couldn't do it while you were there ahead of time, but you had to do it ahead of time. And all of those reservations needed to be taken care of, or you just wouldn't be able to have the experience you wanted. Yeah. And what we did on, on our show trip is we had tickets for two shows and then knew that while we were there, we were going to pick a third show and try to get some discounted tickets at the box office with a lottery or something. And we did that. And then the mistake was, is I waited until a week or so before our trip to make reservations to see the Statue of Liberty. And we still got to take the ferry to Liberty Island, but we didn't get the tour up into right, the crown. Right. So, yeah. And, and you know, the early bird, the person that researches gets the advantage a lot of times when it comes to travel and New York City is really no exception. Another mistake you can make when visiting New York City is not having some smaller denominations of cash. It's a very tip centric city. There's a lot yeah. of tipping going on and you want to have something smaller than a 20. Yeah. And on a cab, when you're paying for a cab fare, you want to have something smaller than a, a 20. It's weird how they never have change for a 20. <laughs> well, and I say this as a travel tip a lot. If you're getting cash, you go to the ATM the day before your trip. And what do you get? You get those 20s. And the first day of your trip is tip heavy. You know, you may be mm -hmm. tipping a driver. You may be tipping a porter. You may be tipping the bell person that brings your luggage up to the room. And you don't have <laughs> the cash to tip. Now, the, you know, online stuff with Uber and Lyft has, have certainly helped with that. But mm -hmm. I agree with you. Any big city, you're still going to be tipping a little bit more than what you're probably used to. And so having those small denominations makes a lot of sense. I think this next one is a biggie, Shane. This hasn't been my experience. And I've been to a lot of big cities. Assuming that New Yorkers are rude. I think that's a mistake that you could make. It doesn't mean 
that you won't have interactions with folks that may not be the rosiest. But all in all, you'll find that people are helpful. They're, they're, they're courteous to each other. They don't have that rude stereotype necessarily. I just hear that all the time about, I don't want to go there. The people are too rude. And I couldn't tell you a single time I didn't interact with someone that wasn't just delightful, whether it was other people in bars or restaurants or at the shows or asking someone for a suggestion, or I don't think we didn't ask anyone for directions, but it's funny. Someone did ask me for directions. I thought that was funny, but yeah, I just as nice of people in New York city as anywhere else I've been. Another mistake that's easy to make when visiting New York City is not being familiar with the Airbnb rules. And basically, it's this. If you want to rent the entire place, which the few times that I've used Airbnb, we wanted to rent the entire place because we didn't want to have someone be in someone's room while, you know, they're in their dining room doing whatever they're doing. So, so the this entire could place be a, a three-bedroom apartment. Instead of renting one of the bedrooms, you're renting the entire apartment or condo. Correct. Is that what you're talking about? Okay. Correct. Renting the entire apartment or house for less than 30 days is not allowed. You can rent a room in someone else's house if, if they're there, or you can rent the entire place for more than 30 days. But if you make that selection for the entire place, for less than 30 days and something shows up, there's a good chance that you're going to get in trouble on that trip. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's good to know. I, I hadn't heard that. So that, that's a good tip, Shane. Our next mistake is not accounting for the weather. Mm. And especially in New York, the weather changes dramatically because you're in, you're out, you're down in a subway, you're up on the streets, you're in, a, you're in air conditioning, you're out in the hot sun is to be able to be adaptable with the weather. Just like you need comfortable shoes, you need to dress appropriately to be able to deal with all sorts of weather throughout the day. I guess there's a misconception that since it's farther north, that it's not going to be as hot during the summer, but New York oh, no, City does that, yeah. get extremely hot during the summer. And mistake number 13, if you're not counting, if you are counting, then please let us know which mistake number this was. <laughs> We've lost, we lost count a while ago. That you can make when visiting New York City is thinking that you can see Central Park in one day. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a big park. It would take many days of only staying in Central Park to see the whole thing. I, our last trip was really the first time that I had spent time in Central Park. And we just absolutely loved it. Now, granted, we had a beautiful fall day. I mean, it was like... You know, and you're walking along the boulevard there with the benches on either side that you see in the movies. And I'm like, this is really cool. <laughs> no, the foliage but, is gorgeous. Oh, uh, but it was, we enjoyed it so much. I mean, the kids just thought it was great. It was new. Central Park is just, is so awesome. And it's such a, a great part of, of New York City. But take your time with it, you know, see different sections on different days. Don't assume you're going to be able to see it all or you're going to be rushing around. So, Shane, you also put some bonus suggestions of mistakes to make when it comes to security, because I know you've talked a lot on this show about travel security. One of them is you're going to get those smaller denominations Know where the fives are and where the tens are and where the ones are, right? That way you can feel in your pocket without digging out the entire wad of cash. Yep. And that way you can just pull out the exact denomination you need. You can reach in, grab a five, hand it as a tip. Yep. 
which means that you are not putting your wallet in your back pocket. Leave it in your front pocket where you can't easily be picked. Another security mistake you can make is not keeping your purse zipped. In fact, I do that And really bag. Yeah, I mean, backpack Any kind of bag, or backpack. side yeah. pack, yeah. And I, I do that anywhere I am. If I see someone, I'll say, hey, you need to zip your bag. Or if it's someone that I know well, I'll just zip it for them. Just always zip your bags. We talked about before about staring at your phone. You're not just noting to someone who's watching that you're not paying attention, but there's a lot of traffic. There's a lot of things you can trip on on the sidewalk. It's dangerous to just stare at your phone and not watch where you're going. Another security mis mistake that you can make is we had talked about using public transportation. And when getting around the city, we found that taxi cabs worked better for us than using Uber or Lyft. When it came to getting around, you could get them quicker. The rates were always less expensive. Of course, you wanted to have those smaller denominations to pay. But when it came to getting from the airport to, the, to where we stayed and then getting from the hotel to the airport, where we had all of our luggage with us. In those cases, we definitely arranged for a rideshare pickup so that we would know when they were coming and who to look for and could be waiting for them about that time. Gotcha. Good then, tips. Yeah, it's not oh, everything sorry. you need to know, but it's uh, yeah. probably a few important and easy to remember things that are good to know and probably can apply to any city. So as we wrap up here, Shane, assuming that you're not going to make any of these travel mistakes on your next trip, but probably each of us will make at least one, what are you looking forward to most on your next trip to New York City? I've been several times now and have never gone up to the top of the Empire State Building. Neither have I. Ooh. And that was on our list for the last trip. And it didn't happen, which was fine because we were doing tons of oh, other yeah. stuff. But yeah, that that would be a really cool thing. And I think you, too, would enjoy walking across the Brooklyn Bridge like I did on my last trip. <laughs> on the way to the Empire State Building? On the way to the Empire State Building. That might be quite a haul. It might be. <laughs> we would love to help you plan your next amazing vacation, maybe to New York City. Ryan and I are both travel advisors with Creating Magic Vacations, an authorized Disney planner. You can reach Ryan at R-Y-A-N at creatingmagicvacations.com. You can reach me, S-H-A-Y-N-E, at creatingmagicvacations.com. Most families are confused and overwhelmed when planning a vacation. We work with you to plan a trip perfect for your interests, saving you time, money, and stress. <laughs>